Lift up your hands and let's pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Amen. To be in your presence yes. yet again in this new year. Amen. We ask that you minister to us. Amen. And you speak to us. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Which we are say, one more One more Alright, so this evening I'm going to share with you something briefly on the theme of the year and also the theme of the month. Now, our theme for the year is grace. And I believe that we need to explore these um, this concept a bit more. Now, when you read the scriptures, okay, trust them now. that's the best place for you to get understanding of what Grace is. The Bible says that and Apostle Paul was teaching about certain things that when we say grace is part of it. And so he was saying to the church in Corinthians that excel in this grace. In this instance, he was talking about the grace of giving. Second Corinthians chapter eight verse seven. Therefore, as ye abound in everything, in faith and utterance and knowledge and in all diligence and in your love to us, see that ye abound in this grace also. See that ye abound. The, that he excelled in this grace also. And in this instance, he was talking about giving. So giving is a grace. Amen. Giving is a grace. There are some people, they, they, they give. And when they give, they don't have any problems with it. They just like giving. They will give whatever they have. They will give. You will be your dependent. They don't necessarily need to be multi-millionaires, but it's a grace. Just as you can have a grace for miracles, signs, and wonders, grace for evangelism. Some people do giving is a grace. Paul was talking about giving. And then he was also talking about faith. Faith is also a grace. Ability to speak is also a grace. That's why it's not everybody that can speak or give speeches. It's a grace. So there are different things. When you say grace, it's different, different things that form grace. And this evening I want us to highlight particularly on this grace that is called favor. Amen. 
this grace that is called favor. So, favor is a grace. Favor, Amen. Yeah. Now, why do we need that grace of favor? You, see, you can look at your life and you can see where you lack grace. Where you lack. Some people have grace, financial grace. So they are rich. But being rich doesn't necessarily mean that you, know, you, you have the financial grace, the grace to be worthy, but doesn't mean that you have all the other graces. Because you can be rich, but you might like the grace to have good health. Which means you can use not or have, you know, be well, uh, be healthy. You might be wealthy, but not healthy. This afternoon I was talking to somebody. And the person was telling me that one their their loved ones, one of their parents is very sick and they need to do an operation on the on the on their parents. And it's going to cost a doctor says it's going to cost twelve thousand US dollars. Twelve thousand US dollars. Twelve thousand US dollars. And they don't have that kind of money. So what is going to happen? So the the, the person, you know, what is lacking in the person's life? He is lacking the grace for wealth. He is lacking the grace for health. And when you lack, the more graces you lack, the more your life is poor, or the the, the worth of your life is down. So like this one now, it's a very dire situation for them. Unless they have a divine miracle. So, why it is important for us to look at the grace called favor? It's because life is not all about labor. Amen. It's not all labor that is favored. There are some people who are working very hard, but they have nothing to show for it. And when you look at such a life, what they might what what they did what they lack and they might not know is the grace of you know, the grace of favor the grace called favor they lack that thing in their lives and when that happens when you lack that favor you labor and have nothing to show for you will labor and you will have nothing to show for. But when a man has this grace called favor, soon his life becomes full. His life becomes fruitful. Yeah. So, this is why we are talking this year. 
I want you to understand by the Spirit of God that whatever we are doing, there is a grace for it. There is a grace for it. And there are some some people, there are some people who are called, who are pastors, but they lack even the the, the grace of speech. So they they can't speak. When they talk, people don't listen. To And this year, I want us to look at the various graces. We are going to take them one by one according to the theme of the month. And look at them. The one that you lack, by the time next year, by this time, you should be aware. We are teaching you this. Not to show that we know the Bible. That's not the purpose. The purpose the objective of this message is one, as I told you, I want to define or go into the theme of the year, 2023, and how you as a believer can reign in this life by grace. That, that's the objective. How you can reign in this life by grace. Number two objective is to, to let you understand that there are different types of grace and different, and within the types of grace, there are different levels of grace. So that by the time we finish this lesson, you should be able to know that there are different types of grace and there are different levels of grace. Amen. You can be the same age mate with somebody, but might not be the same grace mate with the person. Yeah. Somebody can be. You know, let, 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 let's take um, let me take somebody like um, Ronaldo Ronaldo he's younger than me but in terms of football in terms of money I am not his, his, his grace mate the grace is enjoying as a billionaire footballer and I don't have it. I'm not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying it. In the same way, him too, the grace that I have to pray for people and to do the work of God, he too, despite all his millions, he can't pray for a fly. He can't preach to a fly. He can't do any of those things. You see. So, we are talking about grace, not age. Yeah. That is why you, you know, I can be older than you or you can be older than me. We can even be the same age. But because of a certain grace on me, that's why you call me Papa. Because I'm not old enough to biologically give birth to you. But the grace of God that is upon my life is at a certain level that you are not there. And one of the things that makes people miss things in life is when somebody there's a grace upon them and you do not re- re- recognize the grace and honor the grace. You miss a lot of blessings. When Jesus was in his own town, they didn't recognize the grace that was upon him. The grace, he said, what is this that is doing miracles? What is this that is happening? Is he, is he not Mary's son? 
they were looking at the thing from a different point, but not from the grace perspective. That this is somebody that the Holy Ghost has come upon without measure. Therefore, he is not your grace mate. Therefore, you must honor him. So that's the grace, because grace flows from higher level to lower level. Grace moves from a higher level to a lower level. Grace doesn't move from lower to higher. That is why you must ask in terms of grace, if you are seeking for a grace for something, you look for a higher grace then you tap into it. So the moment, if you are in church, for instance, the day and the moment you start thinking you are the same like your pastors, you stop receiving. Grace will stop flowing. And that's a spiritual principle. So this year, if you want to enjoy grace in this house, you, you, you must first recognize. That's what I'm doing. That the objective of this message is to define grace which is the theme of this year, and how you as a believer can reign by grace, reign in life by grace. Number two, understanding that there are types and levels of grace. Number three, which will be, we will focus, which I have told you, which is we will look at, like I'm now picking out of all the graces, the many graces, I'm picking now um, the grace coffee. If, if we have time to go into it. If not, we'll continue next week. But I am giving you the message, the objectives, why we are having this uh, um, Bible study. So after, after this Bible study, you should be able to tell me the grace, the, 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 the theme of the year and, and understand how you as a believer can reign in life. Number two, you, sh- you should be able to Understand and tell me that okay, there are different types of graces so, yes, and there are different know. levels of grace. And then number three, if you're able to get there, you, you are going. You should be able to tell me particularly about the grace called favor. So, to me, tell me friend, favor. Are you are you understand what I'm saying? Okay, yes, uh, so, grace is different different levels. So this year you must you must you must look at what do I lack. What grace do I lack? And then you pray and ask God for it. What grace do I lack? So we are looking at the grace called favor. And I'm telling you that the reason why you need to know this is that Favor, this grace called favor, it, it really affects your labor in life. Amen. It's to do about your labor in life. And when it rests upon you, it will bring fruitfulness, it will bring productivity. Amen. You will not be empty. And this favor, there are two broad types. Favor before God and favor before men. And you need both of them to be able to be fruitful. You need both of them to be able to be fruitful. Now I want to give you some Bible verses so that we look at them 
And then from that we can give some, try and give some definition to what we call favor or divine favor. The grace called favor. Normally people call it divine favor. But actually it is a grace. And it is called favor. So, Numbers chapter 6. Verse 25 and 26. Yeah, Numbers chapter 6, verse 25. Mm. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Mm. Verse 26. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Okay. So, as I told you, I said, the broad types of this grace called favor is favor before God and favor before men. It's important. Both of them is very important. And um, so we are looking now at the one, like when you say you have favor with God or you have divine favor. From this scripture, it just simply when you say you have favor, favor, divine favor, it just simply means that God, you are beholding the good side of God's face. Like God, God, as a father, He, he has turned His face towards you. It's like God is, has made eye contact with you and is looking at you. It's not everybody that God's face is shining. Let's, let's go. Is that the verse 25? Read it again. King can, King can be one. Verse 25 and 26. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace. The Lord make His face shine upon you. Yeah. When you have favor with God, His face is shining His face is shining upon you. And He is being gracious to you. Now, for you to understand when you say somebody is being gracious to you, it simply means that the person has I think the best way to describe it is like a mother. You know, like a mother and a child who is a child who is in like who wears nappies. And then the child poops in the nappy. I mean, as a mother, despite how much the thing smells, you don't behave in a certain way like what is it then be the child and like but if it's the same thing if an adult does it you 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 be very angry with the child. I mean if your child you 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 are in the kitchen and you come back and your child has taken the nappy off and put put in the living room pure foolishness but you what will you do? You will not be angry, you know I mean you just look at the ah what is this that you have done? And then you just quickly go and get something and come and wipe it and try to clean the child and come, 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 come let's go and then you go and bath the child, change the child and then make the child comfortable. Come and clean the place up. 
and spray the place as if nothing has happened. That's you are being gracious to the child. Because the same thing, if an adult does it, you will not be gracious to the adult. So you will not be gracious to the adult. You'll be like, ah, what is wrong with you? You might even take pictures and put it on social media. And say this guy is going mad. You say, see what my husband left in the living room. So, when, how you behave to the child, that is how God, when you say God is being gracious to you, that's how he is to us. It's not like, it's like, it's like, it doesn't matter what you have done. I, I like you. My love for you is not based on what you have done. But just because I love you, I am drawing near you. That's gracious. Yeah. And so this is the Lord. That's, and it was. It was. It was a prayer God said that you use Moses used to bless the people. And it is. It is a prayer to revoke the favor of God, the grace called favor. Upon people. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious unto you. The Lord turn his face towards you. And then the result is that he will give you his peace. So when a man is favored, these are the things that happen to them. The Lord will turn his face unto you. One. Number two, God will be gracious unto them. Three, God will turn towards them and give them his peace. May God give you his grace called favor. Now you see, this is the reason why you have to be careful as to you judging people, especially men of God. Because God is the one that has called them. And so, even if he has pooped on himself, I mean, nobody wants to clean another, another mother's, um, another parent alone. Like, if you like, if you are cleaning your own child's poopoo, it is not a problem. But the moment they ask you to poop uh, to clean another um, parent's um, child's poopoo, it's a problem. Family to start smelling. Because it is somebody else's child. So you don't want to do it. But if it's your own, it is easy for you to do it. So, I am saying this to you that, so that you, you, have, you have to be careful. Your God, He is gracious to His servants. He is gracious to the people He has called. Amen. They can fall seven times. He will pick them up seven times. But you, you'll be sitting somewhere to judge them. Be careful. God himself is being gracious. And you, you are there. Condemning. Talking. That's why the Bible says, I leave judgment unto God. For so he knows what, you know, you might judge. You say, oh, this man is a man of God. His marriage is broken. This man is a man of God. Is this. This man is a person. Or this. Be careful. Because whilst you are judging, God is already gracious to the person. And if you get to a point where, where, where if you don't take it, God himself will get angry with you. Because you are, you, he is gracious to the person. But you are being judgmental to the person. And that's what happened to uh, Moses' um, brother. 
They were trying to be judgmental. Aaron and Miriam said, Why are you married? This? Why? They were telling Moses, Why have you married an Ethiopianite? Why have you married a black person? Why have you married a black person? And God, when we were talking, Moses was not even there. And God heard it and was angry. He said, My servant Moses, I'm gracious to him. My favor is upon him. And a sign of the favor is that I talk to him face to face. My face is shining on him. My, my, I talk to him face to face. If there is other servants and other people like you yourself, I talk to I talk to you in visions and visions, but Moses is there. I talk to him face to face. Why didn't you fear to talk about him? Numbers chapter 12 from verse 1. And Miriam and Aaron speak against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman yeah. whom he had married. Yeah. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. Yeah. And they said, Had the Lord indeed spoken only to Moses? Uh-huh. Have he not spoken also by us? Uh-huh. And the Lord heard it. And the Lord what? Heard and it. Verse 6. Talk about the passage. People who because people who God's favor is upon, be careful not to talk anyhow about them. Learn them to shut your mouth. There are some people learn not to talk about them. If you don't understand it, you better shut your mouth than to go and talk. Because this one, it wasn't Moses that said, Heard it though. Who heard it? Who heard it? God Himself. God Himself. So, whilst you are in your house talking about the church, talking about the pastors in a derivative manner, God is hearing. And there are some pastors you can talk about them, and nothing will happen to you because. There is no favor. They don't have the grace of favor upon their lives. So you can talk about them. But if the person has got the grace of favor, you will see that one of the signs that the person is anointed. God will not anoint a dirty vessel. God will not anoint somebody his face is not shining towards. So if the person is anointed and you see the signs of the anointing, don't look at their humanness or their... They are shortcomings as human beings and go and open your mouth and talk. And really seeing Torah and Kokasa. Because you'll be so you see. That is why some people they are they are certain breakthroughs, they will they don't get it. And you think that it's, it's because of it, something. It is because of some of these things that they do in the secret. Which God has seen. And which God was not happy. One such person was Mikal. Mikal, no, Mikal. Mikal. Talked about David dancing. David's praising David of God. And God saw it. <coughs> and God closed her womb. Never, never gave birth. And childbearing is a glory for women. And here you were, you never experienced it. The whole life. Because of Talking against the anointed of God. And there is a good example of somebody who, who God's favor was, the grace of favor was upon him. Because despite Nebuni or Yenina, he killed somebody, he killed somebody and took the wife. But God was still nice to him. 
bad. Saul even didn't do anything bad, really. So, so Apart from a little, some disobedience, God said, do this and he didn't do it. That was it. And God was done with him. Why? The difference is God, when you see God confess, he said, I have found myself, he said, a man after my whole heart. And that was God's way of saying, this is somebody I am favored. There are some of us that the favor of God is upon us. Yeah. And so be careful. Like, like you can take somebody like um, Archbishop Duncan Williams, for instance. And you talk about his marriage. He's a, he's a man of God. Why has he divorced and he's married and whatever? Be careful. You don't know God's favor towards you. If he has married and remarried and divorced, it's just like Moses. The Israelites were not supposed to marry outside of their culture. And now Moses has gone. Moses had gone and he had married an Ethiopian woman. Based on the circumstances of his life. He, wasn't, he didn't live in Egypt. Not Egypt too. He didn't live with the Israelites. So he would not have found an Israelite wife anyway. So if he married by the second, and God understood that God, between him and God, God understood. God was okay with it. Even though it was against their law. And it was because of God's favor on his life. When favor is on you, the marks and the markers that, you know, God uses to judge others is as if he's just gracious to you. He doesn't use the same markers. So even when men are condemning you, God himself is there, is just laughing. Be careful. Especially when it comes to men of God. Not to condemn. If you don't understand, keep your mouth shut. Amen. Amen. Are you with me? Oh, yes. So, I'm just trying to break down this grace called favor for you. So, it is in Numbers, one, one, one way to understand it is in Numbers chapter 6, verse 25 and 26. Where it says, the Lord be gracious unto you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And I've explained what it means when God is being gracious. Salvation clearly, God has been gracious to us. Yeah. That's why nobody has died. In some churches, that that graciousness of God is not there. So they just die. But God is always gracious to us. There are some people that we started the church, the ministry with them in the UK. Today, you know, after the COVID crowd here, it is even worse. Many have closed down. Many churches have closed down. But we are still around. Why? God is gracious to us. Amen. God is gracious to us. Amen. Number two, let me give you another scripture to explain this grace called favor. Now, trouble for the Proverbs chapter sixteen, verse fifteen. It can do it. 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 It can do
Proverbs 16 verse 15. When a king's face brightens, mm. it means the light. His favor is like a rain cloud in spring. So when a king's face brightens, it means Green. life. And him too. And he's okay. trying to explain to you what what is what he's trying to explain to you here is that you're trying to say favor when somebody superior to you is showing you favor. It brings life to you. Amen. When you are favored, life comes to you. Amen. Give me the amplified version. Amplified version. Amplified version. Amplified. Proverbs 16, verse 15, amplified version. In the light of the king's countenance is light, and his favor is as a cloud bringing the spring rain. So this one makes it a bit clear to you. In the light of the king's countenance, like God's face, we were saying about God's face. See, when you say countenance, it's like the name to say the way I will hear him, like how your face. your face looks like. This today I was telling some people that if you are checking in and you are taking a check-in picture and you don't smile, you have to take it again. Don't like looking at your face and it's like you are beautiful, but because you are not smiling, your face looks like a baboon. My God. Yeah. And for the girls, eh? Learn how to smile. It's a very good thing. If you're a girl, smile a lot. It's a good way, like, it presents a good countenance. You'll be surprised that you might be as beautiful as Miss Ghana. But you don't smile. And most often, people who feel they are beautiful, they don't like smiling. It's like, it's like, it's it's like, and you would do one more friend, you would do one more friend, you would Then somebody who you think is not beautiful, who you think is not deserving, when he sees them, he's always smiling. <laughs> and everybody, because if you are walking, eh, if, you, if, you, if you like do this experiment, if you are walking, and somebody is coming, and then you frown your face, See that the person will, will also be like and move and move quietly because maybe the person who wants to ask you what's the time, the way your face has done. is like thunder. Some of you staying with you in the house, it is terrible. Because when you papa be a more one can just your bar, she has yesterday. This is why you must thank God for the church. For what your fathers can't do, the church is doing it. Amen. Yeah. Learn how to smile. So you, you, you are frown your face like you, you want the man to know, you want everybody to know you are, you are, you are no free. It makes you very ugly. When you frown your face, it makes you very ugly. 
And to let you know that science is even that God Himself is against it. So if you frown your face, it takes about I think they said it's about thirty-two muscles, facial muscles, or so, to frown your face. But to smile, it just takes sixteen. So half the muscles that is needed to smile. To smile, that that means. God wants you to smile more. Naturally. So you should learn how to smile. When you're a girl, especially. If you have a daughter, teach them. Smile. My daughters, when they were children, I will tell you, fix your face. Even if you are not happy, fix your face. I will beat you and I'll tell you fix your face. You are crying and say, Stop crying and fix your face. You will fix your face by Yes. Yes. You have to fix your face. So countenance. So when you frown, it's a countenance. When you smile, it's a countenance. And the Bible is saying that when God, you have favor before God, or like in this country, it says a king. As like, even you can have favor before a man. You know, you can enter somebody's office when the person, when you knock, 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 and you open the door and you show your face. Depending on who you are, the person might frown or he might smile. As soon as you enter, oh, come in, come in, come in. Come to when? Come in, come in, come in. Yeah. If you have favor with the person, when you come in, the person will smile. Be happy to see you. And so when you have favor before God, God is always has got like he's got a nice countenance. Yeah. And so when we're children, when you know if you if if you do something like for instance if you break a plate, you always check the countenance of your mother of your father. Check this plate breaking. After, you know, like when when they, you do the thing when they are not there, but when they are coming home. You have to time when their countenance is nice before you tell them. If you tell them when their countenance is not nice, you know that you you will just beat him. Yeah. So God, when He says His favor is on you, His face is shining towards you. His face is glowing towards you. God is smiling towards you. God is happy to see you. Always. That is divine favor. You have this grace called Psalm 30, verse 5. Psalm 30, verse 5. Psalm 30, verse 5. Mm. For his anger is but for a moment, but his favor is for a lifetime, or in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. So, what is this grace called favor? When God's 
when, when, when God's favor is on you, or when, when you are experiencing this grace called favor, even if God gets angry with you, yeah, it's cry. only for a moment. That's why I keep on telling you, if somebody loves God, be careful how you judge the person. Because he might do something. You are angry with the person. But God has only been angry for them for a moment because He is a, a favor. You know, there's like it's like Meba is my child. Oh yeah, Meba. I just like my child. I love my child. No matter what you say, is my child. That is it. And so He says, when you were enjoying His favor. His anger is only but for a moment. But his favor is for a lifetime. May you enjoy lifetime favor Amen. from God. Amen. Yes, it is possible. Lifetime favor. Lifetime favor. You don't, you see, you must, and you have to pray with it when you are done. Because I've seen some people in some circumstances whereby, or say, maybe I see me by me Never been happy in this world. From the Mofra is like a lifetime of hardship Child. and weeping. Child. Never tasted anything called joy. Or expecting to be a Yiji Kranz woman, no, so what? The marriage you were expecting, the life is just one weeping moment after another. What a life. It just means that the, the grace missing is the grace called faith. When God shines his face towards you, God is gracious towards you. God, God, God just says, I love you. You make a mistake. God says, you are my child. Let me just take the nappy off you and wipe you and clean you. And just move on. So, this grace called favor, it makes God's anger towards your mistakes. Yes. For brief moments. And it's true. Because you as a parent, you know, like your child has put in the sitting room. For a brief moment, you get angry. But then what can you do? You just love the child. You, you can't do anything. You just forget about it and clean it. And that's exactly how God does to us. Who are Receive his, who have received his favor. So you might do something just for a brief moment. God is angry with you. But you know what I have found? I have found out that the devil, he makes you believe that God is still angry with you. How? He comes with guilt, condemnation, accusations. And so you must know what God's word is saying. Eh? Huh? My mistake. I've done a mistake. I made a mistake. One time, that could be a certain lady, you know, got pregnant. And he knows that we have been preaching about fornication. But still went and got herself pregnant. And then he was, he was, he was, he didn't know 
what to do. He said, "Who is your boy?" I said, He didn't. He didn't know whether he should come to church. He didn't know whether he didn't know what to do. So what did they do? He wanted to stop the church. Stop the church. Sorry. When he met the pastor, oh shit, so cool. The pastor said to him, "So what did you do? You have made a mistake. Why am I doing so? But the child is not a mistake. So I'm afraid I'm doing so. Put it behind you. Fatu wachi. And now you are pregnant. Let us see what are you doing. What you need to do? Yes, I'm here. And let's see how. And now she was so relieved. Ah, the whole drone. Very relieved. The whole drone. She thought that because the pastor has been preaching about fornication, so it's like now that she's pregnant, there. After one year, say he will not want to see her again. Someone person will go with you. But it's not so. So it's just that. It's not so. That's how God deals with us. Even if you make a mistake, and mistakes there will keep on making them. But his anger is but for a moment. And his his what? His favor, the grace called favor, is for a lifetime. So weeping may endure for a night, but definitely joy will come. And even if you have made a mistake, he can turn your mistake. And because you love him, he will turn all things to work out for your good. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him, Jesus. Psalm 44 verse 3. What is this grace called favor? Psalm 44 verse 3. Uh, For they got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them, but thy right hand and thine arm and the light of thy countenance, because thou hast a favor unto them. You were favorable towards them. You were uh, you were favorable towards them. So this grace called favor, God will affectionately wipe away your tears. Amen. And help you. Amen. Wow. It will help you. His countenance will be towards you. Now, Songs of Solomon, chapter eight, verse ten. Well, I am a wall with battlements, and my breasts are like the towers of it. Then was I in the king's eyes as one to be respected and to be allowed to find peace. Yeah. The King James version. I am a wall, and my breast like towers. Yes, no. Then was I in his eyes as one that found favor. That found what favor. So this is how God's like. This is how God sees you when when you have the grace of favor before God. He says, "I am a wall." And my breast like towers. Then I was in his eyes as one that found what fear. God granting you all round victory. 
God, God, God changing the rules for you. So, based on these few quotations I've given you, there's a lot of them. What is favor then? What is this grace called favor? Divine favor is being singled out by God for special treatment. Write it down. Divine favor is being singled out by God for special treatment. It is at his exclusive and unquestionable bidding and pleasure. When you have fever, it means somehow against all the odds God likes you. And the natural laws and normal course of events are altered, cancelled, or suspended just for you. Did you get it? Please take it again. Divine favor is being singled out by God for special treatment. It is at His exclusive and unquestionable bidding and pleasure. It's His sovereign will. You can't question why. He said, Esau I like. Esau I hated. Jacob I love. You can't do anything about it. It means that somehow, against all the odds, God supports you. And the natural laws and normal course of events are altered or cancelled or suspended just for you. You will stand out or be outstanding because of this. So the question that you'll be asking is that Pastor, what must I do to operate or, or receive this favor? That's the question you want to be asking. I know, so, so this, I've been talking about this favor, this grace called favor. So what must I do to get it? What must I do to get it? What must I do to get this favor? Because divine favor is God singling you out for special treatment. Yeah. Like Moses was singled out. You are not supposed to marry outside if you are a Jew, don't marry a non-Jewish person. Moses married an Ethiopian. Yes, special treatment. It was at 
God's exclusive and unquestionable pleasure and bait God that liked it. Doesn't matter which which human being didn't like it. God God liked it and and when they talked about it, God punished them. Is that not being singled out for special treatment? It means that against all the odds, God likes. It means that natural laws and the course of what events are altered. Wouldn't it? It is altered or suspended. In this case, this law was suspended in, in this case because Moses, Moses' wife, God suspended. I don't care who you married. It's okay. If it was somebody who didn't have this grace or favor upon them and they went to marry an Ethiopian woman, my God and my Lord, they would, they would, they would have received the proper punishment. Yeah. So when you have this grace of favor, laws are altered, normal course of events are altered, or cancelled or suspended just for you. That's why. You have to be careful. If you don't have the favor and you try, if you don't have, then I've told you that favor is one of the graces. When I was being, I told you it's one of the graces. So it means that if you don't have the grace to do something that somebody has got the grace to do, if you try it at home, you will die. Like you might see me praying for people. If you don't have that, you, it, it, you, you, do, do, do you even know why I've been praying for people? Nobody has, I mean, no demon has been able to touch me. I finish praying, I go and sleep. Like a you, 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 you don't even pray for anybody. Just come into church. And the great extent you come and describe it. You have to pray for grace to do that evangelism. Yeah. All the attacks will stop. Because God has chosen to suspend anything. You can't touch me. His favor, his eyes, his countenance is towards me. He's being gracious towards me. Not because of, it's not because I'm, I'm, I am. I am something special, but he has made me special. He has said that. He has singled me out for special treatment. Yeah. So that grace is upon me. That's why I'm saying, there's a grace on me. If you don't have it, then you try to do what I am doing. Get ready. Because you, that's why you know that. So you can be age mates but not grace. So so it is important. Make, and, and, and this thing I'm talking about we are making what's in of all the graces as I showed you in the beginning. Giving is even a grace. Speaking is a grace. Faith is a grace. Of all the graces, only the grace of salvation is unmerited. Every other grace, there is something that you can do to get it. But the the grace of salvation, the grace to be born again, 
And that has been the definition that many people use to define favor and grace. Unmerited favor, unmerited. There's only one aspect of it that is unmerited, which is the aspect of being born again. You don't need to do anything about it. It's free. Everything, every other one of you have to. There's something you will be doing that will attract that. That grace of So although when I'm saying this about cooking, there's a grace for me to pray, there's a grace. Why has God allowed this grace or giving me this grace? There might have been something. In the, and the Bible shows you the things you must do or you can do to attract that kind of grace of Because of that. It's a series. This grace called So I want you to be on your feet. Next week, God willing, remember, come and come early. We are going to look at the keys that you must have to open the door. To this grace called faith. I want, I want you to pray. I want you to pray. Lord, I've heard your word. I, I, I've heard your word about the grace called faith. Help me to be obedient. Help me to receive this special attention this year 2023 help me to receive special attention from you hope you are my friend special attention in Jesus' name have we prayed. Amen. 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 I don't know what you are doing. Like, you know, whether you sell, whether you buy, whether you work in your office, whatever you do. But there's a grace that must come upon you. So we are praying for a secular work. And then we pray for the work we do in the house of the Lord. I want you to pray. Lord, give me grace. To think it's a grace. When, when that grace is upon you, when you learn songs, you just, you just, you just hear one song, or that is it. Like, even to play instruments, it's a grace. You can just play the thing skillfully, you hear it and you play it. Nobody will teach you. Yeah. That is for the work of God. But when it comes to your secular job, too, your office work, whatever it is, we are praying first for a secular work. Everybody, man, grace and Favor. And we are praying for the grace of favor to come upon it. So, are you hearing me? Yes. If they will suck people, and you see, I used to let people pray this prayer. And, you know, this is why it's that it is hard. The sort of prayers we pray here, that is why it's that it is hard 
for people to lose their job. Yeah. 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 It's God. Nyami save life so yes Amen. Why? 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 And, and it is because God, God has chosen that you are special. They won't understand. When favor is on your life, they can't understand. Lift up your two Say, Father, Father, I pray, I pray for my work, for my work, my secular work, my secular work, the work, the work that brings money, that brings money for me, for me to feed myself, feed myself, my family, my, family, my children, my children, my my loved ones. My loved ones. Oh Lord, oh Lord, favor me, 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 favor me. Pray, pray, pray. Pray, we are praying now for the work that we do in the church. That we do in the church. Maybe you want to do something this year. Ask God for grace. Say, Father, I ask for your grace. Let me hear you say, Father, I ask for your grace to come upon me for your work in the church to do evangelism to do so winning to do anything that I am doing or I want to do this year. Grace. I do grace, I do favor, upon me. Open your mouth, Let your favor come upon us, even as we work for you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, have we prayed? Amen, 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 amen.